What's going on, y'all? It's Tuesday out here in these streets. As of late podcast, you guys know how I do it. It's your boy Titus, giving you the ones and twos. Checking up on you guys, seeing how your lovely weekend was. Hopefully it was lovely for y'all. It was pretty straight on my book. Uh, chilled with the fam. You know, caught up on some family time. Um, you know, went out with the homies a little bit. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. You know how it goes. Another day in the east side of Charlotte. <laughs> But uh yeah, I hope you guys had a good weekend, man. I hope hope that um your your weekend was chill. If you had to work, you know you got through it. You know, it wasn't too stressful for you guys. Um if you didn't have to work, I hope you kicked your feet up a little bit, you know, ate good, you know, loved on one another good. And yeah, man, I hope this I hope yesterday was a you know, not too hard of a Monday for you guys, you know. Starting another week out here. And so, uh, yeah, I hope it I hope it was pretty good for y'all. Yesterday for me was pretty chill. Um Sunday was pretty chill. As you guys know, it was Super Bowl Sunday. My predictions were correct, and so that was awesome. I picked the Chiefs to win the whole thing. Um, picked the well not the whole thing. Um, I picked the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl, you know, I didn't come into the playoffs picking the Chiefs to win it all. But um it was a good it was a good Super Bowl. I thought they were gonna uh, I thought the Niners were gonna have him, but they ended up dropping the ball and wetting the fucking bed. And so um I'm glad that I actually went for the Chiefs because the the Niners were almost looking like they may have something. But um it was a good it was a good battle of wits and then the Chiefs in Chiefs fashion, um, offense just start clicking for him, man. Start clicking for him at the right time in the fourth quarter. And um hey, salute to the Chiefs, man. Um I mean I've always liked their um their team. I've liked their even even from like simple stuff like their um what do you call it, their uniforms and stuff. Their the uniforms. I sound I sound like somebody who's totally not in the sports like that. <laughs> I promise you I, I watch sports more than just about the uniforms. Um, but they do have cool uniforms. I've always liked their helmet with the KC on it. Um, uh, Pat Mahomes, you know, I was rooting for him. You know, he's, he had a phenomenal, he's, he had a phenomenal year last year and coming into this year, I kind of was expecting it to be a showdown, at least get into the AFC championship that I think they would win it. Nah, I didn't think they would win it, but Hey, to each his own, man, they, they did their damn thing. So salute to him, especially off of that, that that knee injury that he had that I thought was going to put him out longer, but he ended up, you know, having a mean comeback, bouncing back right, and, you know, end up getting the MVP for the Super Bowl. So it just goes to show you, man, just what I was talking about, um, R.I.P. to Kobe. It goes back to what, um, perfect example of what he did, you know, that mama mentality, not counting himself out, sticking, sticking to his guns, you know, working it out one day at a time, and, you know, outworking everybody else's and got to the top prize, you know. And so salute to the cast from Kansas City. Salute to my boys at Tip Top that own that, that I know are big Kansas City fans, Kansas City Chiefs fans. Uh, it, was, it was a good look for the city. Um, can't wait for hopefully one day before I pass away, maybe Carolina Panthers will win something or the Charlotte Hornets win something. So that'll be a good look. But I know that city is um is pretty excited for that. I've seen it. I seen them on TV and it was pretty dope to see. So I was I was rooting for them. Um, for the simple fact of San Fran is already a dynasty. I mean, they already got like what five five rings. Kansas City hasn't got one in like fifty years. And so, like I said, with the addition of the players that they had on the squad, to um, to the fact of like 
for me, even though they weren't technically the over underdog, it was evenly matched when it came to the teams this year. But um, just the history of Kansas City, I wanted them to win. I wanted them to get another one because they didn't get one in a while. And so, um, yeah, salute to the Kansas City Chiefs, man. In Missouri, not in Kansas City, Kansas, for those that are wondering, President Trump especially. <laughs> We're talking about Kansas City, Missouri. Again, Kansas City, Missouri. Aside from that, um, that's really the only sports that I really got into other than, um, you know, reminiscing about Kobe, reminiscing about Kobe, watching Kobe videos. You know, that's going to be um, all around. It's going to be all around TV for the next couple weeks, which rightfully so. I mean, we lost a great and um, I I love the guy. So um, I'm watching it. I, I watch I would watch highlights like that regardless before he passed away. Like I said, I was really in tune to like what he was doing with his life, what his children were doing. Um, you know, the the podcast that he was doing, giving jewels and giving knowledge back to the to the younger cats in the league and just carrying that mind state into um your everyday life. You know, the same like I said, the same effect like hustle had for me. Like somebody that I was already listening to, but like you go back and sadly when they pass away, you go back to stuff that they said previously and be like Dang, like you think about it totally differently, you know, in a different mind frame. And, um, you know, like I said, RIP to one of the greats and uh, his legacy will live on through from the youngsters that's playing basketball that's going to have that mentality to myself that's going to have that mentality and just the workforce and just my life, you know, just moving in, in a different mind state, you know, being in tunnel vision, you know, being if, if God willing, I become a father, man become a become a father being a you know a good father you know like the like i said the second half of kobe is if 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 even you're not a sports fan like i feel like it hit people because of that fact that he died with his daughter and people seeing the second transformation of him you know that second half um getting closer to his family you know being more transparent and um you know, just dropping dropping jewels. We talk about that all the time where it's like, you know, um, I was watching a cat on Instagram talking about um, there was an old head. He calls him an old head. Um, an OG. I call him an OG. That was talking to him about just um, how like he was like, why is your why is your generation so trash? Pretty much. I'm paraphrasing. He was just like in this generation, not my generation, but the one younger than me, like my probably like my nephews, like you know, 17 to like 20 or something like that. And um, he was like, well, why weren't you there for us? And that kind of struck a chord. <laughs> that struck a chord for me because it was like, um, you know, you can't just down the, the, the last, the previous generation or or you can't just down the, the generation after you for like being trash. If like you, you know, it's a, it's a ripple effect. Like, what do we do? You know, and that's why I look at that on myself, you know, like that's why I try to like I drop jewels to the young if I can, you know, if they want to hear him, you know, all you can do is try. You know, if, if they don't want to hear it, the blood is off your hands, at least you tried. Right. But a lot of like, you know, aside from like I was gracious enough to where um, I had a couple of OGs, you know, that I would listen to majority of the time. It'd be like my brother, you know, just from like trial and error and like watching his life. Like we didn't really get into like experience like talking explaining stuff to one another until we got older and so the majority of my younger years I learned from like 
um, trial and error on my own life and really just really watching other people being very observant and seeing certain things that they did that they did right that I fucked with or certain things that they messed up and I feel like I could have did it better and so I just would do it like that and as I got older we would start having conversations where he would drop jewels and you know even even with my father he wasn't around um throughout the early years of my life but like like I tell everybody that's going through issues you know like if if you can you know if your heart's if your heart is not made of stone like forgive the people that's did you wrong if if it's not nothing like you know murderous or disastrous like that even if it is like I mean I can't say I mean that's I, I God forbid I have to do a situation like that because I always think about situations of that matter like forgiving like a murderer who murdered my mom or something like that God forbid or like you know like I see that on certain court cases like cats like forgiving murderers of like parents or like children I'd be like Psh, I don't know how they got the strength to do that they had to get that from like the father himself. Because I don't know if I would be able to do that. But um, if if it's something, you know, like we, we bicker and don't talk to people for years over little bullshit. And so if it's something that's not that serious, man, you know, like ap- apologize or, or, or be open to the apology and just keep it moving. And that's how I was with my father. And I'm glad I did it because once I did, you know, we would um, he, he came back into my life to where like we would text and, um, you know, he would drop jewels that um you know that I would need still as a man you know growing up like like I I was telling somebody even if he can't give me anything financially I'm still growing as a man and still certain things whether it's like um generational curses that I may not have known about to just things that I need to know about that he went through that he that I may you know generational curses stuff that I may have been inhabited in my life that I don't even know about that he can drop jewels on or things that he's going through just being a black man that I can, you know, you can always be a, you can always be a teacher at any given time and you can always be a student at any given time. It's always, this world is always full of um, situations where you can be a student and a teacher, both. You just got to be open to it. And so as I've gotten older, you know, I'm in the status of like a G to where it's like, you know, I, I got, when I say that, you know, not on no tough guy shit, just in the realm. Now I got younger generations looking at me like, oh, that's the big homie. And so I look at it to where it's like you spread that you spread that knowledge if you can. You know, sisters too, to the to the young to the young girls, you know, women to the young girls, you know, spread that knowledge because knowledge is power. And that's how that's how we'll get out of like how the youngster was saying we, we can't blame. We can't blame their generation if they ain't been never taught, you know. Like, so like you talk to cats like in the seventies, like like older heads, like the OGs, like probably like my brother's age. That's like seventies, early eighties and stuff. They didn't. I was watching a documentary on that, and like a lot of these cats went into the lifestyles of the streets because they didn't have like it was after like the the Panther movement and the Panther movement had dispersed. They didn't really have those people to look up to and to tell them not to do that stuff. And so you know you be you be surprised what these cats are looking at and what they they take from just looking at people's lives and if they're not getting on the streets they're going to get in on these films they're going to get in on these you know these rappers and stuff like that and so that's why you got a generation now of cats as drug addicts sadly you know because what are their favorite rappers doing what are their favorite rappers talking about and so it comes back down to like you know just being an open vessel guys being transparent and being able to um teach to ones that want to be taught like i like i said everybody ain't gonna want to be taught 
And so, like, I feel like all I can do is try. And if if they want it, hey, you can have it. But at the same time, you can't catch a pearl before a swine. Everybody ain't going to want it. And so hey, at least try, and then the blood is off your hands, you know. Um, going on to something else on a more television note, um, I think Power comes back next week. I don't know if you guys have seen this or not, but that going, they pretty much ruined power. I mean, like, it's no reason for me to watch it. And I'm about to spoil alert you guys right now <laughs> on some real. Um, I'd watch that going. Somebody leaked the daggone final thing of power. Now, I could be completely wrong, but I'm I'm pretty sure I'm not because, like, it's everybody's talking about it. And I seen it on YouTube, too, where pretty much I was right in the matter of um, in the beginning. In the beginning, I was right because I thought it was going to be Tyreek. And um, how the episodes were going, the first couple episodes, I was like, all right, it was getting good. The Tate episode was the worst episode to me. It was trash. They didn't need that. That was a waste of a fucking episode. But um, they started kind of making me turn my idea a little bit to be like, well, damn, I don't know. It may not be Reek. It may be like one of the girls or like, but somebody released footage, leaked the footage to where... um. They showed it that I'm just letting you guys know already. It ain't nothing that I already ain't know that it was Tyreek. Tyreek is the one that killed Ghost. And so this episode coming, they're taking, they're still stretching that out, even with people knowing that, you know, Tyreek killed him. They should have did this episode on Super Bowl, but I guess they're probably playing it right. I, I guess they're looking at it like, um, it's Super Bowl Sunday, so cats probably ain't gonna want to watch it. Shit, I still wanted to watch it. I still would have watched it. It was Super Bowl Sunday, you know, like I would have watched it. But, I mean, that's just my personal opinion. I still would have put the shit on. I maybe would just did it later or something like that. Like, Super Bowl came on, like, what, 7 or some shit? Power comes on usually, like, 8, 9. And so, Super Bowl came off. I, I guess they played a smart move because Super Bowl is long. So, they that shit probably didn't go off to, like, and I watched it, but I still can't think of the time. It was, like, actually over. Probably, like, 10-something maybe. And so, I guess they played it like that to where it's like, yo, we'll just let that have. We ain't going to get a lot of tune-ins because, like, from Super Bowl parties to, like, you may remember to watch it. Um, they're all on, like, ratings. So, they probably, like, they wanted the next Sunday where, you know, nothing going on. They'll get the ratings they want. Even though with me, still, I feel like they ain't going to get the ratings they really looking for. If you, like, they got to do a better job of, like, who leaking this shit? Like, they got to, is 50 leaking this shit? Like, they got to do a better job of just, like, finding out who's doing that shit. So that was trash. Um, And so that got people wondering a lot of, like, you know, well, what's next? You know, I've heard, like, from people talking about prequels um, to what, you know, prequels, you know, um events leading up to before they became like how they are now like ghost and you know like back in the day before like when Kanan was still around and stuff like that which i guess that would be cool but honestly like i was talking to somebody online i wouldn't mind if they did um how just how it ended and how i like him as a character i wouldn't mind they take that thing to the west coast man i wouldn't mind them give tommy a spinoff and I would be very curious to see how that would go, like with Tommy having a spinoff in L.A. with like now he's in this this mind frame of like, all right, now I got to kind of start now all the way start over from scratch from because Ghost left him some shit and he still has some shit on the way um, leaving out of town. And so just I would I would love to see that. I feel like it'd be great. It'd be like a L.A. like version of power, but like with a different twist. And so I would I if I was rooting for anything like from after this um or anybody to have a spin-off that I feel like it would be dope and I would watch just like this one, I would go for um 
I go for Tommy. I feel like that would be a good spinoff of L.A. A L.A. Power type show with Tommy, and then dealing with like the all atmosphere, all um, aspects of L.A. like gangs and dealing with the Migos and you know the Hollywood lifestyle. Him being because you know they're gonna have to throw that in there because the motherfuckers buy dope too, and so dealing with producers and shit, it'd be like some Grand Theft Auto shit. That should be cool as hell. So hopefully that's what I'm crossing my fingers for if they do that. If they do that, if they even do a spinoff at all, which 50, I don't know what to believe with this guy anymore, but um, he is saying that they're still going to have a spinoff. Dealing with that, um, I still think, like I was talking about a couple weeks ago, um, that I gave an honorable mention to is their theme song. One of the best theme songs of as of recent time was to me the power intro because, um, you know, that, that big rich town with Joe, it was we it was proven it was proven that it was it was a hit you know like i could listen to that outside of just fucking um you know the power show and even when they try to switch it out with trey songs like it didn't work at all it was a dead end and so that's why they switched it right back but that made me um just think about because i was listening to that because power not being on i was like well i still want to listen to that joe and i started listening to joe and i was like damn man like joe joe has some hits he has some bangers man which got me into thinking about uh, R&B. I haven't had an R&B segment yet. So I was like, man, like, it'd be dope to, like, who are some of the artists? Like, I'm not doing, like, a... This isn't, you know, the greatest, because that's, that's, mm, that's going to take me some time to do. But I I have been, like, funny enough, I was on Instagram Live with an artist that I'm really expecting um, to have heat this year in 2020. And it made me think about, because he was he was dropping tracks on Instagram live of some of the stuff that he's expecting to drop on his project, hopefully. And so I was like, Ooh, this, if he drops some of this shit that he's playing, it's going to be fire. And so I was like, well, damn, like it'd be, it'd be dope because like he hasn't dropped nothing in a long time. And so this, this particular episode or this segment of the episode, I'm going to do, um, most anticipated in my book, um, R&B artists that I'm expecting to drop in 2020 that I feel like are either well overdue or I'm just hoping because I really fuck with their vibe. I fuck with their, their movement and I feel like it'd be a, a good piece for 2020 to have them a part of it. And so, um, I did some, you know, some of these cats are relatively, um, some of these cats are relatively new, so you guys may not know them. I've just, I'm a big R&B head. You know, I listen to um, different types of music, R&B, like, even though, like, I fuck with hip-hop, like, that, that calm-down music, um, I listen to probably more, or if not, as even as much, equally as much as, like, slow, like, down-tempo R&B type shit compared to, like, that hip-hop type shit. And so, um, some of these artists you may know, um, some of these artists you may not. If you don't know them, you know, do your Googles, and this is why I got the show for it, to open you guys' eyes to shit that you don't know or, you know, vice versa. Titus, um, Titus J, is that it? Titus J704 is my Instagram, and um, anchor.fm slash as of late is where you can leave a message and let me know some of your artists that you're expecting a dag on, you know drop on 2020 or that you're expecting you know that you've been anticipating for a while so i'm gonna kick this list off with a cat he's relatively new um this cat's from south he's um he's from southeast london this cat named uh deo bello deo bello is a cat that i just really discovered 
uh, not too long ago. Um, he's he's I, I put him in the realm of anticipation because like the the past projects that I've been the past singles that I've heard from him, I would say last year really got me geared up to what he's I, I can tell like he's in the works of like dropping a full length project. Uh, he's relatively young than all the other cats, some of the other cats on the list. He's only 22. But from the stuff that I've heard from 360 to the um, recent single that I heard from him um, called Why, that is on all these all these artists that I'm talking about, they're on all streaming platforms. So you can, from title to whatever, look them up. From Why is a single that I recommend listening to. Um, I'm very, I'm anticipating it. You know, I'm, I'm looking forward to like how his whole full length next project in 2020 is going to sound. Cause I know he's in the works and I know it's going to happen. Very soulful guy. Um, got a good like soul vibe to him for such a youngin. You can tell he came from a church background. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to listening to his shit in 2020. And his name is, uh, Deo is, uh, and excuse Excuse my my slang or my my tongue or how I pronounce these cats' names. Some of them I say right and some of them I may not. Um, if you know how to say them, hey, um, more power to you. Um, but I'll spell them out as well. <laughs> uh, this is Dayo Bello, uh, Day Y O B E L L O, and he's from the UK. Next um, is actually another artist from and sh- sh- uh, on a side on a side note, shout out to the UK, man, because like when I feel like we we, of course, like U.S. is U.S. did a good job of like bringing R&B back. But I feel like throughout the transition of us, like where Cass was like, man, where's R&B at? Like when is R&B going to come back to like how it was back in the 90s and stuff throughout that time? The UK, a lot of these artists that I fuck with um that i'm a couple of them on the list i didn't want to like make a just a whole uk artist list but uh you'd be surprised a lot of these artists that i fucked with throughout the duration of some of these cats that were absent um or not making music in the states that i fucked with were from the uk the uk has a very good r&b very good soul jazz type of feel background to it and so a lot of a couple of these cats on my list are from the uk because like they have such a good movement in there they have such a great movement when it comes to not just, I mean, music in general, but particularly on this day, I'm talking about their R&B movement is really on the up and up. And I really fuck with the, the artists and their movement that they're doing over there. So uh, shout out to the UK. Salute to the UK because they're doing their damn thing. Um, Next, like I said, this girl originally was born in, she was originally born in L.A., but um, she was raised like she has the accent and everything. She was raised in the UK and her name is Celeste. Um, it's C, C, yeah, C as in cat, C E L E S T E. Yeah, Celeste, I think that's how you say it. But I fuck with her shit. Her shit's kind of like a good like. It's like a soulful. It's 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 more. It's like a jazz, jazzy, soulful, modern day Ella type of feel. Um, not Ella May like Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald. Um, yeah, then cause salute to Ella May, but not that Ella. Um, and so I really like her feel like she has different type of like songs. The song that I um, recommend, if you've never heard of her to listen to that caught my attention, um, was Coco was Coco Blood. I would recommend listening to Coco Blood. And if you like that, then I would um, recommend checking out our project. Her last recent project um, compilation one dot one. I would recommend that. And that is Celeste, and she is from 
She is also from the UK. Um, next on my list is Brent Fias. Brent Fias is a cat that I've been fucking with for a little minute now. He's originally from um, the Maryland area. Word on the street is I haven't done a research on this yet, but I heard that he stayed in Charlotte for a while before going to L.A. and like making it like how he made it now. I'm wondering where side of town or where like he was doing. Or if anybody knows knows of him, why he was here for a stint here in Charlotte, I would I'd be curious to know that. Um, but yeah, he's originally from Maryland though. You may remember him from um, you may remember him from a song that he did a couple years back called uh crew that um he did with a with an artist named gold link that i would recommend if you haven't listened to that song um that's his song i would i mean it's gold link song like yeah it's gold link song technically but he made that song like that hook like on the ladies all i can't even i don't it's it's good i'm not even gonna do it justice but crew <laughs> look up the crew song by gold link and he's the guy singing the hook on it. That's the first time I caught his attention, where he caught my attention. And um, from there, I started like looking up more of his shit from like um, the Sonderson. Excuse me, Sonderson. I would recommend that project. Um, that's a very good project that I would recommend you guys listen to. Um, and he's expected to drop. Actually, they're, they're they're saying that he's expected to drop this month. So be on the lookout for him, Brent Fias, anywhere from this month to possibly going into the spring, March, April of 2020 this year for his new project. Like I said, Sundra Sun is the name of his most of his project. I don't want to say most recent, the one I recommend listening to. I think it came out like 17 maybe. And Gang Love, uh, Gang Over Love is my favorite track on there. It's pretty dope. Even from the intro, I just like the intro with his with his mom talking, you know, or the actress is playing his mom talking. It's just pretty dope. He has very um, you know, very soul. Kind of reminds me of like a um. He just has a smooth like, like, like one twelve like rap transvet type of voice, but um. Uh, I wouldn't say rap transvet. More of like one twelve, but um, I can't remember the guy from one twelve though. But he, he reminds me of the cat that's saying Cupid, the main one of the main guys. But anyway, yeah, Brent Fias. Brent Fias. Be on the looks for him. Second is um uh where is she from? She's actually from um another Londoner. Um I, I, well I ain't gonna say London. I ain't gonna say Londoner because uh, not all these cats from the UK are from London. Um but this person is from South London. Her name is Joy Crooks. Um C R C R O O K E S and she is from South London, and I I I found out about her a couple years back actually, and I seen her I seen her for the first time on um on Instagram. I don't know how I found her on there. I I don't even know how I found her on there. It was just some I think it was this thing that I follow on um Instagram called Colors. It's also a YouTube channel where they do really dope like um segments where they let like people like do like. Um, dope live performances in colorful backgrounds, whether it be neon or a bright orange in background. And it's, it's pretty dope. Uh, I recommend watching that or subscribing to that YouTube channel. It's pretty good if you're looking for up and up R&B, hip hop type of artists or any type of artists, like especially particularly like I've, I found a lot of dope R&B artists on there, particularly from the UK as well, actually from there. And um, yeah, but Joy, Joy comes from South London. And I would recommend the the song that got my attention 
Um, first, first was um, "Don't Let Me Down." "Don't Let Me Down" is a single she had a couple years back, and then from then on, um, I would recommend, like I said, listening to that track. And then if you like that, I would recommend listening to um, one of her more recent um, EPs called "Perception." Perception is the EP's title. And my favorite track on there is London Mine. Even though I'm not from London, I just like the vibe of it. It's a little more up-paced than uh, Don't Let Me Down. But she has a very soulful, um, you know, they, she gets a lot of, like, Amy Winehouse type of comparisons. That's very big to, like, that's a very big thing to follow. Um, she has her definitely her own flavor to it. She's a mixed biracial lady. Um, but, you know... She definitely has that kind of kind of like I, I see why people say that because he has a kind of jazzy soulful voice like Winehouse. But you know, let's let's let her drop a project first. This is definitely the year where I feel like it'll be her true coming out party if she drops a full length, um, a full length project. You know, because that per that perception one was like I don't know. It, yeah, I feel like it was on like a couple tracks like six. You know, we're in the age of like microwaves, so I feel like that's why maybe some of these cats are dropping they just to test the water and see how much people bite on it and then once they see people bite on it they're like okay let's let's bring out like maybe like a 12 14 track ep you know because even with that like uh or not ep you know full project and it's like what do you consider like a project what do you consider an ep what do you consider an album you know like i feel like like somebody else was saying this like people that don't have successful albums and it don't do well they switch it over and be like well this is actually an ep so i just say projects now um, all in all, you know, like, um, and even with that, we're in a society, we're in the age of like microwave ADHD, where it's like, I'm not, if I was an artist, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't drop no like 20 plus track joint. Like it, it had to be how Chris Brown did that, I guess, because he's Chris Brown and he can pull that shit off. But like me personally, I wouldn't be doing no shit like that. At the most, you're going to get like 12 to 14 each project out of me. And so even with that, I feel like people are doing like these little three to five, like, like little EP things to like get the bite you know have have a major single on it get a single movement get a single moving and then once they get the single moving then you'll get the heavy stuff and so but yeah i recommend listening to her she's on she's on somebody i'm expecting to drop on 2020 is doing big things um next on my list an american i'm back to the americans bryson teller bryson teller is very you know he's been expected to drop shit for a little minute now and um I'm I'm highly anticipating his project um that he's supposed to be dropping this year and um that was actually the artist that I was talking about that I was watching on live that was dropping shit last um last month uh, cuz it's February now technically and so um January kind of like mid January he was on the live and was dropping um dope ass music like even slowing down some of it so so we couldn't like if it was going to be the single, we kind of couldn't tell if it was going to be the sing single or not. Um, slowing down the tempo of it, speeding up the tempo of it. But he's definitely cooking up some shit to where he's definitely going to drop this year, finally. Um, Bryson Teller, I definitely root for hard. He's from Louisville. He's from the South. He has a dope, dope, dope um, style uh, from, you know, from the... What I, you guys, if you listen to the podcast, you already know I put Trap Soul as, like, one of the best albums of the decade of the past of the last decade you know from that 2010 to now era and um it was a classic it's still in my book of course it's, it's a classic he kind of got a little flack from the true to self project and so i feel like he's looking to like 
you know, redeem himself in a sense of like letting the cats know that he still got it. He still got that feel of a trap soul, but just a more elevated version of it. And so um, I'm very excited to um, hear what he has in the works for us when it comes to this year, 2020. Next on my list, I got um, Black. Black. Black is, um, he's, he's uh, I want to say he's from Atlanta. He's from East Atlanta, actually. He's, well, his his he got a project that came out called <laughs> East Atlanta Love Letter, so that's already letting you know he's from East Atlanta. Um, but from um from when he had the dreads to like problems, that song, like that shit exploded on the radio and then he had the free black project that came out. He's he's been con I mean, when it comes to like making good music he's been consistent when he comes out with shit. And I, I really fuck with him kinda like in the in the same realm of like uh Teller. But in 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 more of um I will salute Black on the aspect of just being more consistent when it comes to full length projects. I like his projects, even though um I didn't put Free Black as a you know, Trap Soul is Trap Soul. But Free Black was a good project as well that came out. And East Atlanta Love Letter, I really fucked with. It has some good songs on there. And so they're talking like he's in the works and making some new shit. Um he's been dropping a couple singles he did towards the end of the year of nineteen. And so um, they're already saying that, well, he said himself in the magazine that he's um, he's um, in the works of dropping a new album this year. And so I feel like that'd be a dope little piece that um, definitely be needed for the hip hop. I mean, not the hip hop, for the R&B world, because um, he's kind of like he kind of reminds me of like Bryson. In the, I said hip hop because he reminds me in a sense of like he's a fusion artist as well. Some of these are strictly R&B, but I would say Bryson and I would say Black. Um, in particular, they're kind of like a hybrid, you know, like, um, Drake made it cool to do that. I, you know, that hybrid is singing and coming back to that anyway, cast that can sing and, you know, black can hit you with 16 bars is like straight lyrics as well. And so, but I love his singing. And so I'm, I'm, I'm excited if he does drop the new album, um, it'd be dope. It'd be a dope addition to the 2020 year of R&B. Um, next up, I got um, Janae Aiko. Janae Aiko, uh, I first I first heard of her um, from her song "The Worst." Um, it was on it was on her 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 project called "Sold Out," and from there, from "Sold Out" to "Sativa," um, she it looks like she's gearing up to drop this year as well. Um, she's from LA. She's from the West Coast. Real dope artist. Um, Shout out to my boy Azil, who be trying to steal it from me. That's not happening. We both got to talk to Big Sean anyway. And so, <laughs> um, she just dropped a single that I'm, I mean, I already know she's in the works of dropping a project, but if you want to check out any of her previous or things that I recommend, um, like I said, the worst is the one that got my attention on her. And then, um, I would recommend Sativa or I, I actually recommend Sold Out first and then I recommend Sativa. Um, she does have a new uh, song out called um, Pussy Fairy. Um, it's actually pretty good, even though the name is like very blunt. I mean, it is what it is. It's 2020, so it's pretty much on this. Yeah, that's uh, Janae Aiko. <laughs> and so uh, I recommend listening to her because um, she's going to have a good year. I can tell already she's gearing up for the, for the project that she's going to drop. Um, next up on my list to expect on 2020 that I'm anticipating, um, P and D party next door, party next door is from Toronto. Um, party next door is a Toronto 
native OVO signee actually um, got signed by Drake um, uh, great writer great writer of his own not only his own material but of others you know from the work song that he did with Rihanna um, to a fistful of others no I'm not gonna say a fistful that sounds nasty um, a lot of others um, you know added on and being a part of that whole O and O O and O OVO camp um, sorry I got a little tongue tied um I feel like um I feel like kind of like with Teller with Teller a lot of people have um been ready to see like what he's working with and what his his next project is going to be and so he's in the works I feel like of finally um dropping a um full length project that I feel like is going to be dope um if you haven't heard of him if you're looking to listen to something that I would recommend for you to listen to I recommend listening to um Party Next Door 2 Part Next Door 2 was a good project, and I recommend he got two singles out um, by one with Drake featuring Loyal. I recommend the other one. I like the other one, The News, um, that he dropped last year as well. I like that one over that one, but that's just my personal opinion. But yeah, um, Part Next Door, I'm expecting to see what he does. I'm curious to see what he does this year. Next on my list, I got Georgia Smith. Georgia Smith is a uh, is an artist from the UK. I started listening to Georgia actually from Drake, um, from Drake's More Life project, and um, it's the song "Get It Together." It's on the More Life project with Drake, and it's called "Get It Together." And from there, um, I mean, she dropped her debut album "Lost and Found." And I really enjoy listening to it. I enjoy listening to it uh, from songs like On Your Own to The One. Um, it's a good full-length project. And she's probably about to do the tour route right now because she's been busy. But she's talking about after that, you know, she's she's in the works of making a new... She's trying to drop new um, a new project on this year as well, 2020. And so that's somebody that I'm definitely looking forward to because when it comes to female artists... Um, project wise she probably has the female wise she has my favorite project out of the um the people uh male or female do i want to say male or female um definitely female definitely female outside of from that it would probably be probably would be bryson because like i said his shit was classic or trap so but she's right there behind him um when it comes to female definitely my favorite female artist in this um and so, yeah, Georgia Georgia Smith, be on the lookout for her. Um, next on my list, next on my list is um, Aaron Ray. Erin um, Ray, and she's from the UK, by the way, Georgia Smith, if I didn't say that already. Um, next on my list is Aaron Ray. Aaron Ray is a cat from Cincinnati. He's from Cincinnati, Ohio, the double O. Uh, shout out to the cats that I know from the double O. Um, shout out to, you know, that state. Um, so now shout out to Cincinnati. Actually, the first city I went to when I went to Ohio was Cincinnati and it was actually pretty nice. It was nice people there. Some nice looking ladies there. It was pretty chill there. Um, but you know, I, I have no complaints about it. Um, but I first heard of him on actually YG's, um, his most recent one. I want to say it's called for real, for real. And it was a song called heart to heart. His voice caught my attention, um, on the, on the uh what's what do you call that the hook i really liked him on the hook 
um, especially with cats like YG and Mick Mill, where it's like I'm listening to this mostly for like rapping mostly, but like he really kind of like what like Gold Link on kind of like what Brent Fires with that Gold Link song. He caught my attention on that hook to where I wanted to research more of his shit, more of his personal um, projects, and um, I did, I did, and I liked it. I liked what I've heard. Um, he dropped a little um, five piece for us last year called um i want to say it's called phases yeah phases two and it's pretty dope and i expect uh, i definitely expect a more longer full-length project to hear from him this year um so be on the lookout for him aaron a-r-i-n ray r-a-y and he's from cincinnati ohio and um shoot guys i think that may be that may be it when it comes to my let's let's do the recap if we want to do a recap here um uh, if we want to do a recap here, yeah, we're going to do a recap. Um, recap. Let's see. We got Dale. We got Dale Bello. We got Celeste. We got Joy Crooks. We got Brent Fias. We got um, Bryson Teller. We got Black. We got Janae Iko. We got uh, Party Next Door. I got Georgia Smith. And yeah, I got Aaron Ray. Honorable mention I'll do um, is um, actually a local cat that I know is JX Hines. I don't know if Hines, this is just my guess. I'm guessing I tried to ask him, but he didn't get back to me in time. But I'm pretty sure that um, how he's setting it up with the release of like how he did um, Fireflies and how I know he's about to drop another single with the video that he um, filmed like last month. Um... I feel like he's in the he's cooking shit up. He's in the works, and I really like his style. And I'm not being biased because it's a lot of people in the city. You know, just because you're from the city don't mean I fuck with you. And it's a lot of people I don't fuck with, but it's a ton of people that I do, and he's one of them. So uh, JX Hines from Charlotte. I first heard from him. Um, actually, um, actually was it De Niro? Yeah, I think it was. He had a song with De Niro called Homicide, and I started following his movement. Uh, he's like I said, he's pretty smooth. Um, he's definitely got the potential that he has like to to explode. Don't be surprised if you see him just come out of nowhere. I mean, he ain't gonna be coming out of nowhere, but don't be surprised if you see him just like get really, really big, because he has like all the qualities it does it would take to be like that kind of Stark type quality. And so, like I said, he released a um he released a song last year called Fireflies, and it's on all streaming platforms. I recommend you guys listen to it. And um, just get a feel for, like, you know, the type of energy and type of vibe that he's bringing. And that's J-X uh, Hines, H-I-N-E-S. And he's from the city, man. So you got to support your, you know, support your local people as well. That's my honorable mention. I'm, I'm putting him in for the honorable mention. And so, uh, yeah, that uh, I feel like that, that calls it for today. That calls it for this um, beautiful Tuesday. Tuesday, uh, well, it's evening now. And so... You guys be good out here in these streets. Look up these artists if you're looking in, if you're looking to um, listen to some smooth R&B shit. You know, you know we can't just be on ratchet shit all the time. These are cats that I feel like is don't be surprised if you see them on tonight's show. Some of these cats are already big and known, but some of these cats are like I said are on the up and up. So don't be surprised if you see these cats in you know f- future big time shit. You know, I'm trying to get you guys to uh, you know the heads up on that. And so peace to you guys and hope you guys have a good rest of the week. I'll talk to you guys on Saturday, anchor.fm slash as of late. And um, Titus J704 is my Instagram.
Peace.